Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Oh, shit. Well, everyone's bracket's fucked, so... <laughs> There's no point in lamenting it now. <laughs> um, my bracket looks like the AAF right now. Yeah, which is... Uh, it's, uh, fold, it's folded. Dunzo. It's folded. <laughs> but before we get into the bracket, should we get into the magic of the AAF? Well, um, I mean... If what was I, your favorite I, moment? What uh, was your favorite moment? I feel like if there was any magic, it would still exist. Um <laughs> But it doesn't. So <laughs> there was one like really big hit on opening night because we were at a we were at a bar yeah. for Patrick Gordon's party here in in San Antonio that night. Um, there was a QB that got his face torn yeah, off. Yeah, he body. got fucking lit up. But that was the only thing that I can remember happening, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. It, it's one of those things where it was just like. You know, how can you not make it through a season? Well, here's my thing about all that. And we've talked to, uh, I talked to some people at the, at the uh, commanders, the San Antonio team. Uh-huh. And they're doing, they're putting more people in the stands there than the fucking Chargers were at their NFL games. And, and the league still folded. So how are the Chargers in business? Well, because I, I think the Chargers are just leasing, you know, and so it's super cheap right now. And it's the same thing that, that the Clippers and the Lakers are essentially doing is, you know, look, the Lakers are leasing them their building. Yeah. And, uh, and that's kind of it. And, and I, when the new stadium opens for the Rams and the Chargers, they're going to split. And it's like, all right, you got two teams there. Um, it's probably going to be the Rams with the fan base. And the Chargers is kind of like, eh. Whatever we get, we get. You know what I'm saying? They expected that everybody was going to drive up from San Diego or take the train for those games. No way. Yeah, that you can't like. That's like uh, I don't even know if there's a as a good metaphor for that. They just like took their ball and left, and like, hey, they'll follow us. Like, no, dude, they're not going to follow you. No, no, well, and and you know, you're not moving to a city that's passionate about football or sports in general. No, because I mean, you and I fucking so we were in L.A. last week. Everybody knows, <laughs> and uh, sweet sweet sixteen tickets fall in our lap. Like, all right, cool. We'll go down to Anaheim, which is like twenty fucking miles away. Uh, That's it. Twenty miles and twenty like, miles yeah, from L.A. We'll, we'll scoot down drive. there. But you and I, having spent all that time in L.A. that we've spent in there, we're like, yeah, this is going to be an hour and a half drive. Bullshit. Yeah, so t- total, it was an hour and forty minute drive to go twenty miles. We get there, and again. Typical L.A. sports fans, and this is why the Angels don't sell out or, you know, nobody gives a shit about uh, Mike Trout and all that other stuff there. It's impossible to get to Anaheim. You have to take the five and that's it. There is traffic on the five both directions all day long, except after like eight o'clock. Yeah, between like eight and ten. Yeah, you're good to go then. Like, all right, we zipped home. But uh, the drive down there was an hour and 40 minutes to go 20 miles. And we get there. And for the first game, because, you you know, it's one of those things like and I highly recommend whoever is out there and, and is able to go and see some of these NCAA tournaments. The cool thing about some of the early games is if you go to like, you know, the, the round of 64, the round of 32, the round of, of Sweet 16, 
on that Thursday, Friday, you get to see two games back to back. So your one ticket is good for two different games. Yep. And it's great. You can just sit and sit in the seats and get drunk or whatever. Well, you and I are in Anaheim. The first game was Gonzaga against uh, Florida State, which I was way, way off on. Uh, yeah, same. Um, same. I thought Florida State was going to come out and play some ball. And I, as, as expected in the next round, Gonzaga got their fucking shit pushed in. That's what I expected to happen against Florida State because they always choke at 16 or 8 every year. Yeah, because look, they just, and we and we said this, you know, in our our pre March Madness show of you know you play in a weak conference like that, eventually it's going to catch up to you. It always catches up to, to Gonzaga when you're having to play all these great teams. I had Florida State as a Final Four team. When I saw the spread of seven and a half, I jumped on it. That was a bad loss for me. Yep. And well, um, they, they ended up losing by twelve, right? Yeah, they lost by like eleven or twelve. The spread was seven and a half. <laughs> And there was some calls that down the stretch didn't go Florida State's way. But for the most part, they just did not look like the better team that night. So I'm not even going to bitch about those, those blown calls because they, they, just, they just seemed to be off all night long. And uh, the, the fans, by the way, were off all night long. For that first game, Dan, I, would you say that it was half empty? Uh, at least half, yeah. I mean, it was bad. I'd, I'd say for the first game, so Gonzaga, Florida State in Anaheim. Again, Sweet 16. This is to go to the Elite Eight. Half empty. And I told you, I leaned over and told you, and I was like, man, I bet you there's people in route, uh, but who are just stuck in traffic. The game after was Michigan, Texas Tech. I, the game was so miserable. Now, you and I have never done this. We walked out. Yeah, it was It was. One of the most, I think we walked out at halftime. What did did Michigan have like thirteen points at or sixteen points at halftime? Sixteen points at halftime, and I looked at you, and you know, at this point, there, now there was more. <laughs> I would say the arena was probably 80 percent full, but the, the, the there was about 20 percent, like the top rows, you know, that were just uh, fuck. If you wanted to go and sit up there and and, and bang your your girlfriend, you could. Um, that's how empty it was up top, and it was just like, God damn it, man! Felt weird. Didn't feel like we were at this at a Sweet Sixteen game. It was six. Michigan had scored sixteen points at halftime. It was so awful. I was like, dude, I I can't even remember. And I've played organized basketball pretty much my entire childhood. I can't remember having 16, 16 points in a game. Not with and two. I, I, I looked at you and said, "Let's go." Yeah, not with two major fucking. T- I mean, it was twenty four sixteen and a half. Yeah, that's like uh, yeah, so. that's like a girls' fucking varsity high school basketball game, basically. It was crazy, man. I'd, I'd never seen anything like that. And then you know, we were talking about on the drive back because it was Texas Tech versus Gonzaga, and I thought you know out of, out of seeing all of those teams in person, I was like, well, I think Gonzaga will smoke Texas Tech. That wasn't the case. No, um, Texas Tech ended up smoking Gonzaga. Either way, there was no reason to go to that game. Um, whatsoever, and uh, we gave up the tickets for that. But it was just like, fuck, man. L.A. is just such a weird, awful sports town. Yeah, um, they don't care. I mean, they don't care, and like they can't get anybody to go to these fucking games. It's strange, man. Really fucking strange. But uh, anyways, we're going to get into our, our, our final four picks here after the sponsors. We're also going to get into MLB season. Yeah, uh, it kicked it, off a little early this year. It did, yeah. I mean, uh Shit, Oakland's already played seven games, and it's April 2nd. I mean, wild. 
where you're just like, hey, man, this still is not baseball season. I mean, I was watching uh, that Yankees game the other night. All the fans were in, like, coats, heavy coats and, you know, shit. And I'm like, yeah. man, this does not feel like baseball season. I haven't been paying so, attention to Minnesota, but they, they often have, like, snow out games. Because that's an outdoor stadium, for those who don't know, in Minneapolis, which is fucking stupid, by the way. Um, oh, the, the, the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. And, again, if you're going to keep pushing up the dates of starting baseball season, man, good luck with it. You're going to see some weird teams here at the top uh, these first few weeks before – yeah, you know, everybody else can really settle in. Well, that's why they start they start the season like a week earlier, but they have three more off days than they normally would have just to account for all the stupid like snow and rain bullshit that's going to happen. Right, right. And uh, Philadelphia fans are already talking shit, by the way. Oh, yeah, of course they are. It's fucking <laughs> Philly fans. There, there's a number of other things I want to go into. Uh, a couple of <laughs> Which in- we will. We'll, yeah. we'll get to right after the sponsors. Yeah, uh, but... Uh, Philly fans, if you're not a member of Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook, sign up now. Uh, Philly fans are already talking shit, and it's fucking hilarious three games into the season. Yeah, I love uh, it. First and foremost, we got mybookie.com. This is the end of our reign here, D'Anthony. Um, I think this will be the last uh, sports show for us. Might um, be, yeah, we'll see. For, for, for the summer. You know, we might we might pop in and do a fight here or there, some NBA stuff. Um, we'll see how things shake out, but... Uh, for the most most part, part um, forgive me, uh, this this is kind of the end of gambling season where it's just like, all right, it'll it'll pick back up again in the NBA playoffs, but um, you're gonna have a lull here for a while um, until well, the NBA goes. playoffs start in like two weeks, homie. They do, but like I, you know, these first round games, everybody can predict those. I feel like, you know, yeah. Um, I there's not. The NBA is so top heavy right now that it's it's tough, you know. I don't see anybody beating the Bucks uh, no. in that first round. Whoever that eighth seed ends up being, I don't see anybody beating the Warriors in the first round either. So let's let's come let's come to our senses here. I'm, I'm more interested senses. in the uh, NHL playoffs this year, to be honest. But we can get into that. Yeah, that'll date. be a blast. That'll be a blast. At any rate, uh, so mybookie.com is where everybody is betting. Don't know if there'll be a sponsor in the fall. Uh, that's that is going to be a mystery. We have destroyed them this year, and uh, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. You know, they so recently with us. Uh, they recently picked up Mia Khalifa as a as a promoter for them as well. By the way, man, I, sports you know sports gambling, and I was talking about this with uh, with Evan and everybody else. It's become so huge now, and it's you know it just keeps getting bigger now that it's legalized in all fifty yep. states. You know, Brett Musburger has a fucking gambling show now. Oh really, Musburger on CBS? Yeah, yeah, he, like CBS <laughs> Radio. I heard it like because we had uh, Sirius XM out in LA, and I was like, they were promoting it heavily, and I was like, what the fuck? Is he the um, handicapper? Is there like a pro- professional handicapper on the on the show? Not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But look, if you it, it, here's my thing on professional handicapping. If you follow sports as closely as like we do, or or you know a Brent Musburger or somebody else, like fuck, you know who yeah. gambles the most is. I heard it's. Uh, Al Michaels, I heard he's he's a big gambler too. But if you follow sports this much, I mean, you kind of get a general feel for it. Look, we're at all of these games, so we get to see these guys up close and personal. You you really get a better sense of what you're gambling on. So yeah, if if, if he was doing it, I wouldn't mind it to be honest with you. That motherfucker spent years in the booth. He knows everything. You know? Yeah, yeah, he knows. So a, knows a thing good on too. him. But uh, mybookie.com is where you can bet with us uh, or against us. Promo code Drinking Bros from one hundred dollars all the way to three thousand doubles your deposits and you're good to go. 
Some of the the bets that we're going to be betting today are are the upcoming Major League Baseball season. I know you know you and I are picking AL MVPs, NL MVPs, yep. Cy Youngs, World Series teams, all that stuff. All of those prop bets are available on mybookie.com. Um, so so was the the Final Four. Uh, that that obviously it's a big big time for gambling, which we're going to pick uh, today as well. So again, mybookie.com promo code Drinking Bros. Uh, we'll double your deposit from 100 all the way to $3,000. Next up, we got BlackRifleCoffee.com. D'Anthony wants to tell us about it. Yeah, Black Rifle Coffee is a premium small batch roast-to-order coffee company. The best deal on coffee you're ever going to get for the best coffee you're going to get. Uh, join that coffee club. You're going to get access to to new merch that nobody else sees. You're going to get 20% off your coffee and free shipping. You're going to get a, uh, early access to our uh to our new content and just as importantly you're going to get access to all of our uh all of our insider deals with other companies like cryptech and 511 and there's like a list of 30 of these companies that you get coupon codes for that give you all kinds of fucking deals evan likes to say let your passions pay for your coffee so you make one or two medium to large size purchases or consistent small purchases with those things over the year and you pay for your whole subscription so it's it's the best deal out there it really is yeah, man, go to BlackRifleCoffee.com, type in the promo code SPORTS for 20% off. Are those windbreakers available? Yeah, they're on there. Actually, Steve Howie's been burning us down. Like, I want one of those now. I'm like, dude, relax, we'll get you one. Yeah, yeah. I, look, they're fucking dope, man. Uh, we yeah. all have them. Uh, big right. fan, big fan. Uh, last but not least, GhostBed.com forward slash drinking bros. Uh, that's the Dills. Dills, 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 Dills. Uh, if you're 15, if you're, if you're a military first responder, you get 15% off. Um, and that's everything in this store, dude. Uh, they look, they know 80% of our listeners are military and first responder, and they're trying to help you out with uh, lifelong deals instead of just kind of these seasonal promotions. If you're a fucking regular homie like myself, though, I still got a hundred dollars off of the classic mattress two hundo off the ghost bed deluxe mattress and uh some of these come with free pillows that adjustable base dude that bundle package is still going for 7.99 which is the greatest thing of all time but it's only one i know everybody was buying those goddamn things uh it's also the only mattress company on the planet that is offering 36 months no interest pay as you go program we love ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Go there today. Sleep so good. It's scary. Uh, D'Anthony. Yes. We will start with the final four. Let's do it. Um, who, who, who you got in, the, in, your, in, your, in your championship game here? Um, you know, well... You want to go game by game, or do you want to? What do you want to do? Here? Yeah, I mean, look, we're down to the final four here. I'm, we'll go. We'll go for the spreads first and all that shit. It's just, uh, man, these, this is not. Look, we only picked one of these teams. Yep, Virginia. Uh, a lot of people did. Um, Michigan State was kind of a coin toss to me, so that's not surprising. But the first game is 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 uh, the six oh nine game Eastern Time, Auburn against Virginia. It's Virginia <laughs> minus five and a half. I cannot believe Auburn is still around. I can't either, but I'm actually picking Auburn to win here, and I'll tell you why. Um, first of all, they beat Kansas, North Carolina, and Kentucky in their last three games while fucking Virginia played Oklahoma, Oregon, and Purdue. Those aren't even close to the same class of teams. 
And Purdue should have won, by the way. Yeah, and Purdue should have won that game too. And they and none of those wins, by the way, even against Oklahoma and Oregon, were all that impressive. Virginia's kind of been skirting by, but sometimes that's what happens in the tournament. That's that's why it, they play the fucking games, I guess. But um, <clears throat> I think Auburn's going to take this game if they hit their three point shots. Uh, they're averaging the fourth most three point attempts in the in, uh, in college basketball, and they're knocking them down at a rate of about thirty seven and a half percent. So. That's Which my is, oh, look. It's thirty-seven and a half percent is just okay. Yeah, um, you know, in the first half of that game last week, they were missing, man. And I thought I was like, all right, this is it. This is the end of Auburn's run. Um, but you know, like you said, they've beaten some mighty fine competition. It's like they're riding this wave. Yeah. Uh, I think you know, wheeling out their 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 dude uh, Chuma at uh, what was it? About 16 minutes left in the second half. Yep. That invigorated them. They came back and won. Uh, I'm actually going to take Virginia in this one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take Virginia in this one. The the five and a half is rough. The Virginia's defense is still great. I just don't know how much longer Auburn, when you're built on a team that is shooting threes, right? Yep. And you're not the Golden State Warriors. I don't know how much long college kids at 37 and a half percent can keep this going. And uh, Virginia's got a pretty nasty defense. So, for that reason, I'm going to take Virginia in this one. Uh, five and a half is a big spread. Five and a half is a, is a, is a big spread. Um, well, you can I, – I don't think it is, though, because if you think Virginia's going to win, then they're probably going to win by eight or more points because Auburn can only – like their, their most consistent scoring apparatus is the three, and if they're missing their threes, they're fucked. Yeah. Especially yeah, so with that I, lockdown I, defense, like they're not it, gonna they're not gonna be penetrating on on Virginia at all. It's tough. So I, look, I'm gonna take Virginia at five and a half, and uh, and I'm gonna go with that. It's the final four. I always bet on the final four, so I'm taking yep. Virginia at five and a half. Um, which look, man, they almost lost to Gardner Webb, and yep. I mean it's it is crazy, but I just I don't see it. For, I like I Auburn's been on uh, like a Cinderella run to me of epic proportions. It has got to come to an end, and I think I think this is it. Uh, next up, we got Texas Tech at Michigan State. I never thought I would have hear the words Texas Tech in the Final Four coming out of my mouth. <laughs> no, right? I mean, even when uh, that crazy fucking bastard from Indiana was there. Oh yeah, yeah, Bobby Knight. Look, he's been on the show. Yeah, he's been on the show. I was gonna say he's been on the show. Um, this is Michigan State minus two and a half. Uh, who are you going with? Um, yeah, I got, I got Michigan state in this game. I think, uh, tech tech lit Michigan up and they beat Gonzaga. Although we, we all expected that to happen. Like anybody who knows college basketball, I think expected that to happen. Um, Michigan state played Minnesota and LSU, which, you know, neither one of those are all that impressive in my opinion, but they, they did knock off Duke who I thought was, they 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 executed their game plan and Duke was completely out of sorts for that entire game. Like Duke should have won that game by ten points probably, just based on talent. I oh yeah, based on talent, Duke should have won the whole thing. But uh, yeah. unfortunately, it doesn't come down to that. Same with no. Kentucky, man. Kentucky's yep. always talented every year. Yep. But that you know they've only won one. I I you know they, I find it interesting they signed Calipari to a lifetime deal after that game. Yeah, no shit. Worried about no. him jumping ship. Um, you, you should but, be. I mean, Michigan State can score big time like they have even even after losing that i can't remember that kid's name that went out in uh, december they still have three guys in their rotation who are scoring double digits and they have another guy at 9.8 and another guy at eight 
Um, it's it's Texas Tech is close s- scoring wise, but uh, here here's the problem: both teams run like a seven to eight person rotation, and now they're deep into the playoffs. I know they've had they're going to have a week off by the time this game goes down, but no, they're not. So uh, yeah, well, yeah, by the time this game goes down, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Yes. Not the not but the, the championship, championship game. will be two days after. So yeah, so that's that's my thing. Like, are they going to run and gun this whole time? Um, do you play? Like usually, the in these one and done tournaments, you have to play for today, win today, and see what happens tomorrow. But like, how how challenging is it for a college basketball coach to know that you play at an up tempo game and you got a game two days later? Like, do you change your game plan for that? I don't know if you can at this point. Because you're so, I think these two teams are very evenly matched. Um, I did too, which is why the spread is so low. But yeah. uh, look, I was down on Michigan State and the Big Ten this year. I thought it was, I thought it was a down year. Michigan State had lost six games, um, and some of the other games didn't look pretty. Man, uh, I just did not think this was their year. However, dude, coaching Izzo once again, man, pulls out his magic. Yeah, this team feels like it's always in the Final Four every single year. Um, Cassius Winston looks like that dude. Every year there's that one dude who is just the guy who's just ultra clutch yep. and then leads their team to a championship. To me, it feels like it's Cassius Winston. And uh, I'm going to say Michigan State wins this, and I'm going to say that they beat Virginia in the championship and, uh, and win the championship, actually. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 don't, I think Auburn's going to win. I just, but I think Michigan State will, will wipe Auburn off the fucking map. Um, Really? Yeah. So, so either way, you're taking Michigan State as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think okay. here, here's another thing with the Texas Tech game. So Texas Tech is shooting about thirty percent from three in their last couple of games. Both of these teams shoot a lot of fucking threes. They run and they shoot threes. And uh, Michigan State's at thirty eight percent over the last three games. Now, I don't fully subscribe to the hot hand theory. If you're not familiar with that, just go look it up. But uh, in tournaments like this, where confidence and coaching matter so much, I kind of do. Uh, and like you said, there's always that one guy who gets hot for a couple of games and just fucking lights the tournament up. I th- I feel like uh, I feel like this is gonna be. I, I tell you, I'm betting this game. I think it's gonna be bigger than a two and a half spread. Yeah, for Michigan State. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I look. I think Michigan State is cutting down the nets, and I think they're champions. Um, I did not see any of this coming when this tournament started. It's been a strange. Strange college basketball tournament, man. Uh, Some of these games have gotten better, luckily, but the first two weeks were pretty brutal to watch. Yeah, it Um, was bad. I mean, it was especially – I think the the pinnacle of that nonsense was that that Michigan game. That's one of the most boring things I've ever seen in my life. The Scalar brothers who were on the show last week, uh, they were at the (laughs) game as well. And it was funny. He hit me up on Instagram. Randy did, and was just like, "Dude, that wasn't even a game. Like, like that wasn't even a game that people were playing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, that looked like children out there just fumbling around with a with a piece of orange rubber rather than a fucking actual basketball game. Michigan, man, they've had a rough go of it, haven't they? Yeah, <laughs> all year. I mean, they've what? What are they? They've lost seven straight games to Ohio State in football, something like that. Yeah, this was supposed to be their big, like, oh, hey, we're going to go to the Final Four. A lot of people picked them in the Final Four, Yeah, uh, Michigan. And then, uh, then then that happens. I mean, they scored 16 points in a, in a first half of a men's basketball game. That's amazing. 
Uh, we'll switch yeah. gears here and go to uh, the, the major leagues. Fucking Philly fans, man. <sighs> Fucking Philly fans. They're already talking a lot of shit. Speaking of the Phillies, uh, did you see? So Ron Darling released a book today. And did it's he really? Called, yeah, it's called 108 Stitches and blah, blah, blah. I can't remember the rest of the name of it. But it's basically about his experiences and all the characters he ran into when he was playing. And apparently he tells this story about uh, Game 3 of the 1986 World Series. And if, for those who, don't, who aren't old enough to remember this shit, there was a gentleman uh, by the name of Dennis Oilcan Boyd. Oilcan, obviously, yep. is his nickname. Um, and he started Game 3 for the Red Sox. Um, and apparently Lenny Dykstra, who was playing for the Mets at the time, leadoff hitter, uh, stood in the on-deck circle while Oilcan uh, Oil Boyd was warming up and was just yelling obscenities and racial slurs at him the whole time. Um, this is Ron Darling's story. Dykstra obviously says none of this ever happened. And when asked, Kevin Mitchell and Doc Gooden, who are two black dudes who were the leaders of that 1986 team, say they didn't ever hear any of that. Uh, well, the story ends with Dykstra hitting a leadoff home run after completely bur- – no one, no one disputes that he was in the on-deck circle berating the guy, but the racial slur part is in dispute. Really? Yep. So the story, apparently Dykstra's suing him already, but the story is Dykstra walks out into the on-deck circle, stretches a little bit, boys warming up, and he just starts laying into his ass, like fucking screaming at him, yelling, and then fucking gets up and hits a leadoff home run. That's pretty baller. I can't co-sign the fucking racial slur stuff. If that happened, that's obviously bullshit, but, oh, that's like, that's a story like Babe Ruth. And the world yeah, series calling a shot. D- D- Dykstra, man, he was uh look, when he played he was great. Obviously he's you know, in massive uh financial trouble from, you know, bilking millions of dollars from yeah. people. His, his he's also a meth actually, head or some shit, right? Yeah, and it's it's weird. Like his son is is uh married to uh Meadow from the Sopranos. What? <laughs> really? Just, yeah, yeah, it's strange. And Jamie, um, what's her name? Jamie Lynn Siegler or some shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, he's he's a weird guy. I don't doubt the racial slurs. To be oh no, he's that guy's a piece of shit, man. Come on, yeah. He's like his his whole career. He was a piece of shit, and then afterwards it got even worse. So yeah, I, I'm sure it happened. But there's going to be a long legal battle here, I imagine, because uh, no one's been deposed or anything. But the people who wrote the article the asked book? Kevin Mitchell, and no, 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 the article that I read. Okay. They, they, yeah. they asked Kevin Mitchell and Doc Gooden whether or not it ever happened, and neither one of them would say that it happened. So I don't know what that's all about, if they just don't want to get involved or if it never happened or what, but I wouldn't be surprised. No, nah, me neither. Uh, the, the most baller <laughs> thing I ever saw in person, uh, baseball-wise, was uh, actually Bryce Harper. This is for you Philly fans out there, you, you fucks. Um, <laughs> I was at – I was doing – I was on a book tour for uh, Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed, and we went to – I was in Chicago – we went to the Cubs game and they were playing the Nationals, right? I didn't know they were going to be playing. Right. And great seats. I was right next to the uh, the on-deck circle for the Nationals. So I was on the visitor's side. And I was, I think it was like third row. It was one of those like where you're on TV the entire game, you know? Yep. Like that's how close you are. And Bryce Harper had spotted somebody behind home plate that he either knew or went to high school with or something like that. And he points him out. And he's just like, oh, what's up, dude? How the fuck are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. Um, the guy goes down, at, like, out of his seat, walks down the aisle um, right in front of me and gives Bryce Harper, a, like, a bro hug during the game. 
like the game was going on and i was like what the fuck man and bryce harper was the set like the the first guy had gotten out and so bryce harper is bro hugging this guy mid-game and the umpire walks over and he goes hey asshole you're up like let's go <laughs> and bryce harper was just like and he, he turned to his boy and he goes hang on man i'll be right back i'll be right back smokes this fucking ball straight away center field uh trots the bases and as he's rounding third points to his fucking homie who he, who he had just bro hugged mid game and uh like nothing had ever happened and i was like that's i'm even i stood up and i was like that's the greatest thing i've ever seen fuck off like bryce yeah, harper's I, I, I look i personally like bryce harper um I just I don't know what a difference you know I look they're three and zero now and congratulations uh, whoever was talking <laughs> shit against me you beat the Braves three times that's no easy feat uh, you were at home people were amped what Bryce Harper hit two home runs back to back yep. games yep congratulations Philly fans I still do not believe in the hype of of uh, Bryce Harper making that team uh no. winning this division look even the Mets started off at three and one for Christ's sakes yeah um, I mean at some point you have to actually pitch as well and yeah, yeah. not sure how that's gonna go for you homie <laughs> we'll see either way Bryce Harper's a blast to watch I enjoy yeah. watching him <clears throat> um I, I think speaking of the Braves by the way uh, did you see Ronald Acuna Jr. signed an eight-year 100 million dollar extension today man I, I saw that today and like <clears throat> I, I cringed for him like you want to talk about just taking advantage of somebody eight well, years, a hundred million dollars in today's world. Fuck. Off. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's replacing two of his, uh, his arbitration years, which he would have, he's going to make more in those years than he would have probably. But yeah, at the end of the day, the, the, the last two years are opt out years. So we'll see how that goes. But when this contract, oh, are, okay. ends, yeah, when this contract ends, he's going to be 28, which means he'll be in line. Uh, for a big one and some folks are saying now that trout signed for 430 i don't know who between between here and there is gonna do it but he people are saying acuna jr might be the first half billion dollar contract at the end of his 28 year maybe um, we'll, we'll we'll see i mean look i i, I went back and forth on this because i i think look 100 million in today's baseball world is super low for that many years yep um but you know for him you know, you're, when you're that young, right, you're still not sure if you're going to be great. Like like with Bryce Harper even, man, I don't know if he's going to be great. He hit 249 last year. Um, take the money if you can take the money. Yep. So maybe for this kid, he was like, fuck it, I'm from the Dominican Republic. I'm taking $100 million, I'm calling it a goddamn day. He's from Venezuela, um, by the way. Oh, is he? So Whatever. He's, he's used to like uh, – like aggressive socialism so i'm sure he's happy to get paid any kind of money at all yeah yeah i'm sure 75 of that is going to taxes um maybe 80 percent either Not way like you know maybe a kid like that is, is thinking hey man i might get hurt i might whatever might as well take this hundo now and call it a day from you know, look as from a braves fan perspective we got to steal i mean that still gives us it leaves us with a ton of money to go after yeah i mean chances are agents. he's gonna opt out in his 26th year, which is 2024, and sign a massive fucking deal, which will probably be that first half-billion-dollar deal because this guy is no joke. I mean... He's great. He's great. It's it's, yeah. it's still, for me, it's a little too early to predict. Uh, 100 is a steal. I do that deal if I'm the Braves. And uh, oh, yeah, congratulations. I'm, I'm amped he's locked up for that long. Same. I'm super stoked. <laughs> um, they, but they have started off 1-3, and three and it has not been pretty. Uh, three law. Yeah, I get swept by the Phillies. Oof. Yep. Oof. 
Um, they get it. They get a W against the Cubbies today. But uh, man, that one hurts. That one hurt. That 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 sweep hurt. It didn't. It didn't hurt. I don't care. <laughs> who 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 you got winning winning this all this year? Um. That's a good question. Do you want to do it in that order, or do you want to go through the divisions first, or do you want to start at the top? How do you Let's, want to do uh, yeah, we'll start with the divisions and then and then uh, and then head into it. Um, I, th- I think it's the best way. All right. Um, I mean, we can start. I get, I get, I get excited. God damn. Oh yeah, it. I me get too. excited. Uh, American League East. Let's let's go there first. You want to go AL East first? Yeah, we'll go AL East first. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna say the Yankees. Uh, I got the Red Sox there. I don't think the Yankees can do it. I don't think they have the pitching. I, here's the thing with the Red Sox, right? Last year was a dream year for the Red Sox all the way around. Yep. And when I say dream year, I mean, as a baseball team, it was drama-free. They, they don't even have any huge superstars who cause any fucking drama. I mean, they had nothing across the board. They had the best record in the league. Uh, no injuries, it seemed like. Yeah, I, I even thought Chris Sale towards the end. I was like, oh, man, I don't know if he's coming back. He came back and was money. They won the World Series 4-1, uh, exactly like you called it on the show. And, um, you know, I, I just think that was a dream season that you cannot replicate. Injuries and all this other shit, like, it's just too tough. Whereas the Yankees have arguably the greatest lineup I've seen in the modern era. I mean, it's crazy, that Yankees it's team. It's very good. And... I don't know that you really need that much pitching on a team like that. If you can, because I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna set the record for home runs in a season by a team. I don't think that you need pitching. I think the Red Sox were heavily propped up on pitching. They, you know, look, Chris Sale is fucking awesome, man. Um, but I just, it's so hard to replicate. It's so hard to replicate a dream season like that with no injuries and all this other shit. So for that reason, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the Yankees uh, finally did. Look, they were 100 wins last year. They were a 100-win team. I think um, they're both going to win 100 this year. I just don't think that the Yankees will win the division. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say the Yankees. I'm going to say the Yankees end up pulling this out, and, uh, and this, is, this, is, uh, this is their year in the American League East. Maybe. I mean, you know, honestly, it could be 1A and 1B at that point because um, the Yankees are my first wild-card team. Gotcha. Yeah, I, look, one, one of these. I, I've got the Red Sox as a wild-card team uh yeah al central who you got al central is the indians unless minnesota does something crazy unless they play out of their fucking mind this year uh the indians are gonna win in the division i don't i don't think it's gonna i don't think it'll happen yeah uh, i did, I did too I, look i i think the indians um will win this division as well I, I look chicago i think was banking on manny machado yep and when that didn't happen it fucked them and i and i bet it was pretty deflating as a team because they found out, you know, in spring training, and it was just like, you know, everybody and their mother had said he was going there. Yeah. And they were going to pay, you know, back up the truck for him, and then it, it didn't materialize. Um, you know, KC is, look, they're two years removed from winning a title. I, <clears throat> could they come back and win? Maybe. No way. I don't know, but, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I get Cleveland in this. Minnesota, they, they're st- they still need a couple more pieces there, man. Yeah. Um, I, th- I still think they're short. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm all in on the Indians and the Central. Uh, the West. The West is tough, man. It, um, uh, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if it is. I think the Astros got it locked up as long as they don't have any major injuries. I mean, 
I I do as well, but here's why I say it's tough, man. That Oakland A's team is always fucking scrappy, and they always seem to pull out a way to win where it's just like, God damn it, man. One of these years has got to be their year. You and I talked about how undervalued Chris Davis was in the car the other day. He's got five home runs in seven games. Already? Like, (laughs) dude, dude, all the guy does is is hit 40 home runs a year every single year, and I'm just like, hey, man. When are we going to start saying that this is actually a great team? But, uh, you know, I, since it's Oakland, you're always a little wary. But, dude, they turn it on towards the end of the year, and they always give somebody a run for their money. And uh, I, it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, it was neck and neck with Houston towards the end of the year with Oakland. It's, yep. a, it's a tough, sneaky little team, man. It could um, be, yeah, but, I mean. But, yes, gun to head, I'm saying Houston's the Astros. I'm Houston, saying the Astros. Houston comes into any series. Uh, whether it be uh, and uh, regular season series or then particularly in the postseason with Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole back to back, like come on, man, that's yeah. that's fucking tough. It's tough. It's tough. So I look for, for that reason. I'm gonna say the Astros, but I think I think Oakland plays a little tougher. Um, I've got Oakland is my second wild card team. Same, uh, same. So I, <laughs> ironically, like I, this gritty little fucking team, man. I, I've I do have them in the playoffs, so well. I, I think it's closer. I think it's closer. Da- but Davis yeah. is on pace for 105 home runs right now. By the way, <laughs> I don't. I don't think he's going to do it, but we'll see. So is Bryce Harper. Um, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, which will lead us to the NL East, the Phillies. Uh, who who you got here in the NL East? Not the Phillies. Uh, I think the Braves will win this just because they have better pitching, and. Uh, I feel like the clubhouse in Philly is going to get tumultuous after some time. Um, like Harper's already been booed twice this season, and they're winning. So what? What the fuck is going to happen when they start losing games? Right. Uh, when they go through the dog days of the summer, and you know they get fucking smoked six straight, and fucking Harper goes ten games without a hit, or whatever the fuck happens. Um, he he that first ground ball he doesn't run out or or you know I, I don't know what's gonna happen, but something's gonna happen, right? And it's Philly. Uh, <laughs> it's always Philly. And uh also it's like the city of broken dreams too. And you know how I feel about that <laughs> stuff. Like Philly no is No one where, loves uh, broken dreams more than Anthony. <clears throat> exactly. Holloway. Exactly. And I feel like uh I'm probably gonna get beat up from some of our Philly fans. Um but fuck the Phillies, man. Come on. They're not going to win shit. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm going to say the Braves as well, but I, I think I think this is going to be close. I think it's going to be close between the Phillies and the Mets as well. Um, we'll see if Cano can stay healthy and if he if he can uh, magically put a season together here. But he's looking uh, pretty good so far. Not bad. Not bad. Um, I, I think this is going to be closer this year. I really do. I, I think yeah. the the Braves will pull it out in the end. But it also wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if, if Philly snuck in there either. So yeah, we'll see. I, it, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Washington turned in a pretty good season too, even without Harper. That kid Juan Soto uh, had the best year of any nineteen year old ever last year. So uh, at least from a from an OPS plus like power perspective, um, and they're talking about him the same way that people talk about Ronald Acuna Jr. Like, hey, if this kid stays healthy and doesn't go through these, you know these long-term slumps like Harper's seen, he's probably going to be a hall of fame player at some point. So they, they're not, and they have, they still have Trey Turner over there. 
Um, and, uh, you know, Ryan Zimmer can still swing the bat a little bit. They have Max Scherzer and Patrick Corbin and Steven Strasburg in their fucking rotation. They're, they're nothing to sleep on. No. I, and look, I, I think in all of baseball, I think this is the toughest division. Maybe 1A, 1B with uh, the, the NL Central as far as teams yeah. to predict this year. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to stick with the Braves on this one. Yeah, uh, I heard an interesting Bryce Harper story, by the way, now that he's he's got to go play Washington now this week. Yeah, that's today. First game today. He said he got his first offer mid-game uh, during a rain delay from the, the president. They were like, hey, we want to see you. And uh, he went up there and, you know, it was 10 years, $300 million, And he put it in his pocket. And I guess he said it was a nice start. And that was about it. <laughs> so the the Nationals offered him 10 by 300 10, 10 years, 300, and he said it was a nice start. And then he said he never really heard anything back like as far as like negotiating or whatever. Uh, I just think, I think he, he just didn't want to play there. Yeah, it sounds like it because At that's, all. A better, that's a better deal than what he ended up getting. Yeah, yeah. So uh, who knows, man? Yeah. Who knows? But this is, I think this is going to be a close. This is a, this is a close race in the NL East. Um, the NL Central is going to be close as well, man. Uh, yep. The Brewers are great. Uh, Yellick is that, yeah. that kid's the fucking truth, man. Yeah, he Cardinals. just didn't. Uh, Yellick just didn't hit a home run yesterday for the first game in like a million games. I know. Uh, he's lighting it up. He's amazing. Uh, the Cardinals with Goldschmidt, man. Um, they yeah, look we'll great. See. Uh, we'll see. Pit- Their pitching staff is kind of weak. I don't, I don't know if, how that's going to hold up. Yeah, we'll see how it holds up. Uh, I don't have the Pirates doing anything, Reds doing anything, um, even though they've got half the Dodgers team. Uh, no. the, the Cubs look, I, I'm going to take the Cubs to win this. Um, yep. I still believe in them and, uh, I know they need a little more pitching, but, uh, that's, that's my team here. Who you got in the central? I've got the, uh, I've got the Brewers winning the division, but I think, uh, the Cubs are my first wild card team. Okay. I can see it. Look, a, a lot of people are saying that, um, Brewers look great last year. They're going to be even better this year. So they're looking. I, they're looking really good this year so far. But, yeah, you know, if they're four and one right now. Cubs are one and three. I, I've still got the Cubs winning this division. But you're right. I I think, man, I almost think you might have. Is it weird to say that you might have the wild cards all come out of the Central too as well? Uh, no, I, I think. Uh, I mean, I've got. Right now, my second wild card team. So I got the Cubs first, and then the Phillies second. But I could totally see the Cardinals. I can see the I can see the Cardinals in there. I can see the Cubs in there, and I can see the Brewers. I can see all three of these teams in the playoffs. Yeah, but with these weighted schedules, though, so the NL East plays the NL East more. NL Central plays the NL Central more. The Cubs, Brewers, and Cardinals are going to beat each other up, just like the Braves, Mets, and Phillies are going to beat each other up. So who the fuck knows, right? It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, but uh, the, those look those three teams deserve it, in my opinion. We'll see how the, yeah, the rest sure. of the season shakes out. Uh, NL West, we got uh, that one's easy. That's a Dodgers, I man. Unless they have a major injuries, the Dodgers are going to like the Padres signed uh, Machado. They're not doing shit. No, I don't think they're going to do shit with Machado. It's look, they've got a, a good young team, so they could be good in a couple years, just not right yeah. now. Um, Giants decided not to pick up anybody in the offseason. <laughs> good job, guys. Arizona let go Goldschmidt and uh, you know look Colorado is always Colorado they saw they signed uh, Arenado to it to a huge deal yeah so he's he's uh I was kind of hoping he would go somewhere else because I wanted to see what a full season out of him would look like in somewhere other than Colorado but 
uh, you know, good for him. He's he's going to be an MVP candidate again, just like he is every year. He's probably going to win a Gold Glove. He's probably going to hit forty home runs. Yeah, I mean, look, if you're if you're uh, Arenado, I'm sure you don't want to leave Colorado when you just hit ninety no. home runs a game, and everybody's you know considers you a legend. He actually hits more home runs on the road than he does at home. Uh, I don't know why that is. That's weird. But so do you. Like you uh, I do. Yeah. You don't get a lot of action in San Antonio, but on the road you do. Well, that's because. Uh, the South is completely riddled with morbidly obese people. <laughs> and I try to avoid that whenever I can. Yeah, I look, I, I think uh, the Dodgers have a great young team. I don't even mind that. I, I don't really understand the trade of Puig and those guys, but there's a, a million outfielders out there. Yeah. It's nice that they gave young Jock Peterson a fucking chance. Uh, I agree. He's, he's looked good early on. So um, Bellinger, too. Cody Bellinger is fucking lighting it the fuck up already this year. Yeah. Those, he's, those look, two guys, man. He's great. Um, Court, you know, Seager's great. Um, yep. They got a good young team, man. And, and yeah. of course, Kershaw is, is Kershaw. I, I would say the Dodgers win this, but, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Colorado sneaks in there. Um, to me, those are the two best teams in this division. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, we will see what happens. Who, who do you got winning all of the National League? Okay, so my team coming out of the National League is the Dodgers. And the all the way I all the way out? Yes. Woo. Um, <clears throat> I just think that uh, their experience and their bullpen is going to be too much for these other teams. Like, Atlanta came into the playoffs last year on a fucking hot run, and – they we knew they weren't gonna fucking last. You know what I mean? Like you can sometimes you can just tell. Like the team either has it or doesn't have it. Right. Um and I'm not seeing these other teams. I think the second like my second pick would probably be Milwaukee, to be honest. Just because of their like how consistent they were last year and then how much they improved in their pitching staff. That that those would be my guesses. But I I think the Dodgers are gonna pull it out. It's wow. an experience thing at that point. Wow, wow, wow. All right. All right. I'm going to – man, I'm going to say the Cubs. I'm going to say the Cubs uh, come out of this, out of the NL. I, I could see that pick for the same reasons I just said about the Dodgers. Yeah, and my, my, my second team out actually is, is not the Dodgers. I would say the Brewers. I think the, the winner is coming out of the, the, the NL Central. Um, yeah, I could see it. I mean, the Cubs, are, the Cubs run John Lester, Hugh Darvish, Cole Hamels, and Kyle Hendricks out you. That's that's pretty tough. Yeah, man. the I mean, problem is you Darvish has looked shitty. And so he if, if this, he can return to form, I I think they have a really good shot to go to the World Series. Maybe. He looked really bad uh in his first start. Awful. He didn't Awful. he went two two point two innings. Yeah, so I, I look if, if he can if he can find that return to form, I think they get a good shot at it. Um if not, I think it's gonna be tougher. And then I, I would say the Brewers. So those are kind of my two teams here my, out of the NL. My only beef with the Brewers is that they're fucking young, dude. And the guys they have that are older guys, uh, like Ryan Braun, for example, um, he's he doesn't really have that much playoff experience. The only guy on this team that's ever won a World Series, I think, is Mike Moustakas, who won with Kansas City a couple of years ago. Or Lorenzo Kane too. They were together. Um, those two guys, maybe, but they're still – they're not like uh, – you know, they're they're not – like the best player on this team is Christian Yellick, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's a young guy. Where, where did he come from? Like fucking Tampa Bay or some shit? 
Um, uh, I believe he was traded from Miami. Was it the Marlins? Miami, yeah, Miami. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's he's never even seen the playoffs, right? So, you know, they're a very good young team, but I don't I don't know if any. I I put a lot of weight on experience, in the MLB, especially in the playoffs, and I'm just not seeing it here. Yeah, we'll we'll find out. We'll find out. But that's 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 who I got. Who do you got coming out of the AO? You know, you and I have been talking about this for a couple weeks. And my first <clears throat> intuition was that I thought the Red Sox would come out. And I'm, I, I'm no longer on that train. Um, I, my first pick is the Astros. Okay. Because, it's not bad. Uh, <clears throat> no, um, mostly because of Verlander and Garrett Cole. Um. And then, I mean, you look that up and down that lineup. It's 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 not the Yankees, but it's pretty goddamn good. I mean, you have um, <clears throat> guys who put up solid seasons every year, uh, like Brantley and, and Bregman and those guys. But then you have Altuve. You have Carlos Correa, who's probably the best shortstop in the game right now, uh, and George Springer. Those guys are fucking wrecking balls. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, my second pick, oddly enough, my second pick would probably be the Yankees and not that's, the Red that's Sox who I got. at this point. So I got the Yankees coming out. I got a Yankees-Cubs World Series, and it's going to be pure fucking sex, dude. That's what the people need. They need a Yankees-Cubs World Series. That would be the greatest. I would love to it see It would be it a lot more fun than my prediction. My prediction is uh, Astros-Dodgers World Series and Astros yeah. winning six games. No one's gonna watch it if that happens. That's a that's a gross World Series, Dan. I'm sure going is. pure. I think it's the year of sex, dude. I think it's pure sex. I'm going Yankees Cubs in this motherfucker, and I'm amped about it. Uh, my well, money is already down. I've laid it on the line. <laughs> Who do you got as your AL MVP? Uh, my AL MVP is Mike Trout. Uh, it's, it's hard to pick against him. That's why this this one sucks for me. Yeah, like I don't I. There's a there's a fucking there's ten other people I could you know guess like hey this guy's probably gonna have a big year, but no one has bigger years than Mike Trout. We're just so spoiled by it now. He either has like no shit, the worst season he's had in in his career since he started as a full time player was his war uh, wins above replacement was six point seven, and the second worst year after that was seven point nine, and every other year is either a ten or a nine. Like, come on, man. This dude deserves the MVP award every single year. Like, it's, it's crazy. not even a fucking question. Um, but, yeah, it's him. It's got to be him. Yeah, I mean, he, he's just one of those guys that it's like, yes, we've all just kind of taken him, um, you know, for granted. Like, he's so great. It's just fucking, it, it's hard, man. It's hard to say yeah. anybody else but him in the AL while he's playing, especially yeah. in his prime. I mean, he's in the prime yeah, of his career right now. He's just now coming into his prime too, and he's already had these. He's already had some of the best years in Major League Baseball history, and he's just now creeping into his prime. Like this year and next year would be the start of his prime. Uh, I honestly think that ten years from now we're going to look back and realize that he is the best baseball player that any of us have ever seen. He's definitely the best of this generation. I and think I don't know. so. I, I think the problem is you play in Anaheim and you don't win any championships. Yeah. Then no one gives a fuck. No one gives a fuck, dude. Um, you can't get people to go to those games, and it's like, all right, great, you finished third or fourth in your division again. 
it's hard to say that you were the greatest playing on a, such a shitty team, you know? Um, and I think, look, Barry Bonds, I think that's why he wanted out of Pittsburgh all those years. Where he was just like, dude, I want to go and win. And, you know, you remember Bonds from the Giants because they were winning. They were going to the World Series, all that other shit. Um, I think Mike Trout needs that um, to, to, in order to, to be the best. You well, know? the good news is a lot of money in the next two or three years is coming off their payroll. Albert Pools, for example, is coming off. Um, so they've shown they're not afraid to spend money, but they gotta, they really got to go out there and do it, man. They have to, like, for him to be relevant, they got to fucking go out there and spend some money. They have to go after another top-tier fucking guy like him, right? So whenever some somebody's pitching. up. Yeah, well, I mean, pitching is always going to be a problem for them. But they got Matt Harvey this year. That's an interesting pickup for them. Come coming back for a redemption year. Yeah, we'll like see. He's he's due. He, you know, he, he kind of got scuffed up last year, but he's looking he looked good in the spring. He's looking good so far. Who knows though, right? Yeah, they're off to a one and four start, so it, it's tough, man. I look, he's he's the best player I've seen in my life. I mean, besides the juicing yes. era, I mean, shit. When I saw Bonds in real life, that like that was fucking crazy. I felt like every game I went to, he had a home run. Uh, but again, yeah. he was juicing. You know, Trout is clean. Uh, he's putting up crazy numbers every year, but it's it's almost as if nobody cares because nobody goes to these games. They're not really televised. If they are, they're on super late, and you know yeah, they yeah. keep finishing third or fourth. But uh, I'm with no. you. I, I got. I he's got. got he's got to make a couple of deep runs into the playoffs. I think to yeah. really solidify his career. Yeah, I, I can't. It's it's tough to bet against him. You know, uh, the only thing I can possibly say is if the Yankees end up being as great as I think they are, um, and Aaron Judge or Stanton of those guys has has a great year, they're going to get the edge just simply because you know they're they're on a winning yeah. team. So we'll see. We'll, well see, do you wanna, it's, it's hard to bet. How, against how do you Trout. feel about that? How do you feel about that as a baseball fan? Some people think that the MVP should go to the best player on the best team, but. Others say who is the most valuable to their actual team. If you take a 10-war guy and put him on the shittiest team in the league, technically, just statistically, he's the most important person on the team, right? But his team sucked. So how do you, how do you balance that? Yeah. I, I always lean on the winning team because, you know, if you're on a shitty team, it's easy, like – I was thinking of as a kid, like there were some teams on that I was shitty and it was just like there was games I was just going out there to score just because I could and it yeah. made me look sweeter, you know? So it's tough. When you're on a shitty team, you wonder what the motivation is and, and why people care and all that other stuff. When you're on a great team and you're winning, you're, you're more visible. Everybody's, you know, watching you. Your games are always on ESPN. Um, and, you know, look, you're going to the playoffs and it's probably because you know one of you had a an un, you know an unbelievable season, but uh, I, I always lean towards the winning team rather than a great player on a shitty team. Yeah, I'm the same. I agree. I think it's uh, like the pressure to perform on a better team makes the achievement, even if it's less than somebody who did better on a worse team, more imp impressive to me. Yeah. So I, I that that's the way I'll always go. Uh, who who do you got in the National League winning the winning the MVP? Uh, well, this one's going to be a bit of a. <clears throat> I I don't think it's a homer pick because I did a lot of research on this to come to this decision, but I think Ronald Acuna Jr. is going to win the MVP this year. Ooh, um, I look, I I love it because I'm a diehard Braves fan. Um, yeah. I don't know 
that that anybody's beaten Christian Yelich. Uh, I just don't. We'll see. I mean, th- those are two really good candidates because they're both going to be in scrappy fights to get into the playoffs. Both of them are going to put up fucking monster numbers relative to their age. Um, <coughs> I expect Acuna Jr. to to hit thirty five home runs, drive in a hundred, score a hundred, and steal twenty to twenty five bases this year. Yeah, the war I, around. Look, I, like I his, agree. His win and above replacement should be around seven or eight. That that's an MVP season right there. A hundred percent. I I agree. And uh, look, you know, obviously he won the Rookie of the Year last year. Um, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a special season for him. I think. I just think that in Milwaukee, I don't know, man. It's it's starting to feel like it's their time. You know, like hey, we're here, and uh, I, I I'm gonna go with Christian Christian Yelich on this one. Yeah, I think that's a good pick too. I like that, and he's already off to a super hot start too. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I mean, he what did he do last year? He had thirty six home runs last year. He's he's in it now. Um, he, fuck! Did he win the <laughs> the MVP last year? Who was it out of the National League? Um, it might have been Christian Yelich. Yeah, think, it I, I, I think it was man. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's. I, People winning back to back. Yeah, yeah. He, he won. He won the. Player. He won the twenty eighteen. Uh, and, and I think he repeats, man. He had a great year last year. Um, he was almost an almost unanimous choice last year. So you know, yeah. he got twenty nine out of thirty first place votes. He's so young, man. It's again, he he's like Mike Trout for me in the NL. I, I have a tough time going against him. But yeah. if anybody's gonna do it, I think Acuna and I look. Bryce Harper could sneak in there, man. If the Phillies end up having a really good season and it's because of Bryce yeah. Harper, he's going to get the most press and the most accolades out of all of this. And uh, and that does play a fucking factor for sure. Yeah. Um, so we'll, yeah, see. we'll see. I just think – I think uh, I paid a lot of attention to uh, Acuna Jr. coming, like his spring stats. And there's a couple – there's like different stats that I look at as a long-time – baseball fan and a fucking nerd like uh strikeout to walk ratio for young guys who are power hitters and his strikeout to walk ratio is four times better so far in the spring and so far this season than it was last year that is a very good sign for someone like him um but again anything can happen like if the braves fucking two of their pitchers go down and they suck this year he's definitely not gonna win doesn't matter how much fucking how many home runs he hits right it's just not gonna happen so we'll see right yeah we'll find out uh, who do you got as the Cy Young winners in the AL? Uh, AL, I've got Garrett Cole uh, from uh, Houston, and the reason I think that one, he's twenty eight. This is his. This should be his best season ever, <clears throat> and he's he's had some pretty good ones. So uh, this is also the last year of his contract, and <clears throat> keep in mind he came over from Pittsburgh originally. So the contract <clears throat> that he's on now is garbage. Like he's he's only going to make thirteen point five million this year, and based on his performance, he should be in the thirty to thirty five million a year range right now. So he's got to go out there and show that that's actually his value, um, because he had a really good year last year, and if he has another one similar to last year this year, he's going to be looking at like a five year deal, six year deal for thirty million annual. So, uh, plus being on the number two guy on uh the Astros behind <clears throat> behind uh Verlander instead of going up against everybody's ace he's going up against everybody's second guy right. and he's an ace you know what i mean and that plays a factor um i think he puts up 20 wins 270 plus k's this year 
and wins Cy Young probably 90% of the vote. I'm going to go with uh, Chris Sale, actually. Um, he's never won. I, I don't know why. Um, I think this is the year. He's had some big seasons. Uh, he's had some huge seasons, and it's like, uh, you know, I think he finished fourth last year in the in the Cy Young voting. Um, so I'm going to go with him. Look, he was always usually stuck behind, uh, uh, you know, other other great players. Like, fuck. Yeah. So I, I just I think this is the finally the year that he breaks through, and uh, and he he does it. So I'm going to say Chris. It could Sale. be, man. Yeah. His last two seasons, he had a 290 and 211 ERA, respectively. That's that's pretty legit. Yeah. So I uh, that's who I got out of the AL. Who do you got in the NL? Uh, nationally, I've got Jacob Degrom repeating. Uh, he Ooh. had a great fucking year last year. He did, yeah. And this his first fucking start of this year, he fucking destroyed. He struck out like ten dudes in six innings, and I watched the game. He was missing bats, and people who were, were making contact were fucking getting jammed the whole time. He looks very, very sharp. Um, and he's another guy. He's in a he's in a contract year, right? So. Uh, he's not making all that much money right now. He's he's 30 at this point. So this is going to be his only real shot at a big contract. If he comes out like a like Cole and has a great season this year, he's going to be like he's he's got even better numbers than Cole historically. So if he f- comes out and repeats this year, he's going to be looking at like 35 to 40 million dollars a year in his next contract. So uh this guy's going to be all out and so they actually read a study on um contract year performance and it seems like batters don't do that well in contract years um yeah for whatever reason there there it was a sociological study and a statistical study at the same time so the the premise was that people when they get motivated by an external motivator like money lose their intrinsic motivator like the will to win and it affects their performance on the field that's very interesting to me but it doesn't translate to pitchers necessarily uh, pitchers have had pretty good years in their contract years, so I think that's why that's why I went with these two guys. Gotcha, man. It's God in the in the National League. It's <laughs> it's so hard to go against Max Scherzer. I know um, because he's won you know three of the last six. Yeah. Uh, fuck, he won. I think he was won back to back in sixteen and seventeen with the Nats. Um, yeah. and he's he's the odds-on favorite right now for sure. He is, but I I. I I want to lean with you on Jacob Degrom. I, maybe it's just hope too. Like, whenever these guys who aren't getting paid, you know, I want to see them have a great year and get that huge paycheck yeah. and and do all the shit. So, I'm with you. I'm gonna go with Jacob Degrom on this one. Uh, it's it's just so tough to pick a Mets pitcher as your. I know, right? <laughs> for a back to back Cy Young winner. I know. I mean, it's Jesus weird. Jesus Christ. Uh, but he's. <laughs> You know, you're, he's he he looks like that dude. So I'm I'm gonna say him. But again, Max Scherzer, this fucking dude just keeps winning and winning. Um, yep. But I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go with you on this. Well, one. I mean, you know, so the 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 list right now for National League uh, for Vegas odds is <clears throat> Scherzer, Degrom, Aaron Nola from uh, from Philly, then Clayton Kershaw and Noah Syndergaard. So two guys from the fucking Mets in the top five. Man, that's crazy to me. Oddly enough, it's just that's yeah, it's, uh, that's, uh, that's it's almost some kind of bizarre world. I know, and the Mets aren't going to win shit either. Um, <laughs> no, they are not. Who do you got for rookie of the year in the AL? 
Oof, man, you know what? I don't even fucking know. This is an easy one for me. Honestly. Um, if he can stay healthy. I've been watching this kid for a while. It's uh, that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Yeah, he's fucking good. God I mean, are it. they going to... He's gonna. They're gonna bring him up. What fucking three weeks from now, probably to to maintain that extra year of fucking shit. No, look, he he's up. He's out with a right now a left oblique strain. Um, but okay. this guy for the last fucking three years has been the most hyped prospect I've ever seen. And watching him play, dude, when he gets a hold of one, forget it, dude. It it is the old yeah. school Vladimir Guerrero, like like electric shit. Yeah. God, it's awesome to watch. So I just hope he can stay healthy. He had a freak injury last year. Uh, where I think he got like a hit on the wrist or broken wrist or something like that, and I always get this left oblique strain. If he can stay healthy, just one year, man, I'd like to see what the fuck this kid can do. He's 20, so he should be up there playing with the Blue Jays, and uh, if he is, that's going to be my pick coming out of there. Um, yeah. Shit, man. I mean, he honestly, that kid, <clears throat> he's one of those that uh, that – even his outs are hard hit balls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're a pitcher and you're like, fuck, I don't want to face this guy today. No, not at all. Not at all. And, and you know, out of the NL, I got that uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. And, and look, he was the number two prospect. Um, yeah. And his dad had four home runs in a game one time. Yeah. So, so it's it's one of those things, man. Those, those kids who, who grow up around the game like that, they're always there. Um, if if they get their shot, it, look, these are always impossible to choose. Um, just simply because you don't know if they're going to stay healthy or if, you know, they start slumping, they go back down to the minors pretty quickly. Yep. But, uh, like he, he could be the dude. It's, it's the only concern I have with him is that he plays for um, the Padres, (laughs) that he plays for the Padres and no one's going to be fucking paying attention to him. Although I feel like Manny Machado is going to draw enough attention there. (coughs) Yeah. We'll find out that'll, uh, you know, uh, but Machado being there also isn't all that helpful for him because if he starts fucking up, they might just move Machado over to shortstop yeah, yeah, and yeah. move move Ian Kinsler to fucking third, right, and then put Greg Garcia in second. So there's a lot of weird shit that can happen there. Yeah, man. So I, either way, it's going to be a fun season. I, I, I'm really, really looking forward to baseball season this year. Yeah, me too. Um, I love. I'm, I'm a look. I'm a diehard. I'm a junkie fucking baseball fan. I, I love baseball so much. It hurts inside. I just did not want to go to that all-star game uh, in Washington last year. No. <laughs> in, no. A, in a thousand degree heat. I don't know where it's at this year, actually, but uh, um, that's a good question. Hopefully it's someplace fucking cool. Either way, uh, bet with us or against us. All of these prop bets are available on mybookie.com, by the way. Oh, God, it's in Cleveland this year. Is it really? I, you know what? Yeah. I, I'm going to say something nice and surprising <laughs> about Cleveland. I've, I've been to that ballpark. Um, it is great. The fans are great there. And uh, I don't mind that little downtown area. Like, I, I'd go to Cleveland for sure. Well, maybe we'll go. Yeah, that like, it, it, for real, That's a, it's a great ballpark. And uh, uh, the fans are great there in Cleveland. I don't, I don't mind that. I, just D.C., man, the traffic and all the heat and all that it's other bullshit. It's not worth it. Not that it's, it's not, not hot in, in Cleveland, but. Uh, but it's not a swamp there either. No, it's not. And it's, it's a great place to see a ball game. I, I really yeah, fucking yeah. enjoyed it. I, fuck man it's been years but uh yeah. i would definitely I, I would go i like the jake i've been there it's nice yeah i de- I'd definitely go to cleveland that'd be a blast actually before we get out of here there's a couple of things i want to run by you go ahead. go ahead real quick uh first 
did anyone outside of Detroit or LA notice that Blake Griffin played for the Pistons this year? <laughs> Cause he just had one of the best years of his career. Like maybe the second best year of his career, maybe the first we'll see how the season ends. I forgot Does he was anyone still care? alive. Yeah, exactly. So that that's, that's number one. The second thing is this is the first season since 2004, 2005 that LeBron James will, will not be in the NBA playoffs. Good. I hate LeBron. <laughs> I'm I'm over his whole shit. Um, you know, look. I, by the way, looking at the standings here, so it looks like Detroit will probably make the playoffs, right? Yeah, they're like six right now. Yeah, right? they're not, they're they're six, but they're you know Brooklyn Nets are thirty nine and thirty nine. Uh, shout yeah, out yeah. to D'Angelo Russell, man, for just absolutely destroying it, and leading that team, the Brooklyn Nets, to the playoffs. I can't believe yep. it. I cannot believe it. He's a he's a fucking baller. The only reason the Lakers got rid of him is because he uh, outed homeboy. Well, you can't you can't leave a phone on and then you know out out your teammate uh, sexually having sexcapades at, at at his own house with uh, who was yeah, the no shit. it was the fucking pop singer uh, Iggy Azalea. Uh, fuck Iggy Azalea. Yeah, yeah, it was Swaggy P, who's no longer in the yep. league. Uh, you can't do that <laughs> shit. I I understand that trade. You can't have yeah. a fucking rat in your system, but uh, good for him. And I, I hope, look, I hope Dwayne Wade makes the playoffs. They're on the on the 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 cusp right now. They get a half game lead, but it would be great to see D Wade make the playoffs one last time. Yeah, are you surprised at all that he's? Are you surprised at all that he's that he's retiring? I mean, he still looks like he can fucking play. I am, I am. Whereas I look at Dirk Nowitzki, who looks like he's almost dead. Where uh, yeah. I understand him retiring. <laughs> Yeah, D yeah, Wade, yeah. though, I still think he's got you know one one or two more years. Like he's I, look, he's looked pretty goddamn decent this season. So yeah, I'm surprised he's not like trying to go to a contender somewhere next year and play some ball. But who knows? Maybe I, he'll come out of retirement. I, I think I don't know, man. He's one of those people. Like he's so likable. When he comes out, he's gonna get a job somewhere in the booth, and uh, like he look, he's gonna take over ESPN or wherever the fuck he goes. Like. And I also think there's part of him that probably wants to leave on top. I mean, he's had a lot of great games this year. Um, whereas Dirk Nowitzki looks like a fucking skeleton out there. They're just, you know, wheeling out to play. Um, I, you know, you, you don't want to leave like that either. So uh, I understand it for D. Wade. He's also got, got kids um, that, are, that are on the come up basketball-wise, and he wants to help them. So I, I, I get it. But yeah. he's looked great. I'd, li I'd like to see him... Uh, make the playoffs here um and then you know blake griffin fuck I, I don't know what happens to that guy i don't even know who else is on the pistons to be honest <laughs> like i i honestly forgot that he wasn't playing for the clippers this year which is uh i watch a lot of basketball on a big fucking <laughs> yeah like I've, I've been watching golden state since before they were good um and well, you're from I there. I just completely you know? forgot. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but they, I mean, shit. Who the fuck knows? Be, speaking of that, is anybody other than Golden State going to win no. the NBA championship? No, they're they're, they're not. And uh, by the way, the Clippers are actually <laughs> going to make the playoffs, and the Lakers are not. Um, when you were talking about the LeBron <laughs> thing, um, congratulations. Uh, when you're talking about the LeBron thing, I, I had this conversation with somebody at the live show who was talking to me about sports when we were yeah. in Los Angeles. I said this. I said, look, if, if he was serious about winning a championship, he should have gone to Philadelphia. Uh, yeah. As an older player, surround yourself with the best young talent in the game. I thought it was all there on Philadelphia, and I thought, I thought Philly could have contended with LeBron against the Warriors. Um, so 
That's absolutely accurate. He didn't do it. That, I, he moved maybe to, not this year, but next year. Like it, it may have it may have taken that team that Philly team a while to gel a year or so, but at whatever point they gelled, they would definitely be a fucking automatic contender. No question about yeah, that. Yeah, so I, look, even Philly this year, look, they're still a contender to win the East. Like, they very easily yeah. could win the East, and it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. If Ben Simmons could shoot the three ball, they would fucking be the favorite, in my opinion. Well, but he can't. He's never so. made a three ever, so we'll see. No, but he also uh, doesn't make a lot of fucking free throws. So, uh, but with that Clippers team that's making the fucking playoffs and the Lakers aren't, here's their starting lineup. Uh, Shea something Alexander. I don't, I don't know who this is. There you go. Um, there you go. Landry, Landry Shamit, uh, or Shamay, maybe. I don't know. Patrick Beverly. Patrick Danilo Beverly is Gall- great. He's a tough defender. Yeah, Beverly's good. He's a very good defender. Uh, Danilo Gallinari, yep. who played for the Nuggets. He, he's, he's always very good. good yeah. And then some center named Zubak. That is their fucking starting well, Zubak they got from uh, <laughs> the Lakers in that trade. I don't know why the Lakers yeah. traded him. There was no need for that whatsoever. He was having a pretty no. goddamn decent year with the Lakers. Uh, good young talent. Traded him. Don't know why. Yep. Uh, LeBron, all he cared about was his production company. Congratulations. Yeah. You got shut down for the rest of the year. You can start Space Jam 2 earlier. <laughs> but, you know, the, the interesting thing is the uh. offseason. They have all this money now going into the offseason. If you're a young guy like, you know, D- Durant. Let's say, let's say Duran or Clay Thompson, right? Why do you want to go to L.A. to play with an old-ass LeBron? I have no idea. None. He's, he's, <laughs> he's already getting hurt. He had that groin injury. I, I have no like. I think Luke, Luke Walton is fired. Like, the, the second the season ends, he's fired. Uh, they're going to have all this cap space. All these players are signed to one-year deals except for yeah. LeBron. I don't know if anybody comes to play with them. And, it, like, my personal guess is just a gut feeling is – He's just going to to sink that franchise for the next three years, and uh, and that's it. Um, and he doesn't care because he's in L.A. Um, you know he'll still put asses in the seats, but yeah. it's going to be sad. And that's not what Magic Johnson signed up for. And, no, uh, fuck no. You know, to be honest, if I'm a team out there, if I'm a GM out there with a team that's on the come up, I'm looking at Luke Walton right now. Like, hey, yeah, fire him because I'll take that guy. He's a really good coach. Yeah. And if I'm if I'm Luke Walton, I sure as shit don't want to be in L.A. right now. No, no. So, he, look, he can end up someplace else and, and do pretty decent. Uh, what I am really happy about in this NBA season now that it's winding down is, is the play of Trey Young. Uh, I was yeah. not a fan of that trade as, as a Hawks fan. Was not a, you are a Hawks fan. I am, yes. I, I, I'm the only Hawks fan that lives in the entire universe, and I, know, <laughs> I understand that, I recognize it, and I move on with my life. Um, I never talk shit about the Hawks, because uh, we just have, we've never had, we haven't, since Dominique, we haven't had a good team, right? It always feels like that. Uh, Al Horford has some good years there. Um, Stacy Ogman, Dominique Wilkins, those guys were good. Yeah, I'm not going to shit. Al, Al Horford had some pretty good teams there. We we yeah, yeah, yeah. we made the playoffs a lot. Whatever. Um, but we we just we were never winning a championship. I never felt excited enough to wake up and say, "Oh my God, we have this one guy who could win us a championship." Besides Dominique Wilkins. Yep. Um, you know, the rest of these teams after he retired just kind of seemed like they were there. And, you know, it was a hodgepodge full of players. We tried to plug in Dwight Howard one year, all that other shit. I was really, really pissed off during the NBA draft when we traded for, for Luka. Um, I thought Luka was going to be the, the rookie of the year. 
eventually win MVP and, and lead a team in championships. I was really pissed off when we made that trade with Dallas. Uh, yeah. Trey Young, though, has looked the second half of the season, man. Like he could yeah. be the next Steph Curry, and God damn it, is he launching shots from places that I've never even seen Curry launch before. So, yeah, he's he's no joke. I mean, God damn, dude. I was worried, uh, and I, I was too, honestly. But since February, he's averaging like twenty three and a half points a game. Yeah, and his assists are up and all that other shit. So it's just like, yeah, and I, you know, I, look, he's shooting like forty five percent. I don't know if I said fucking, it on this show of how angry I was about that fucking trade, but uh, it seems like it might work out. And uh, Trey Young looks looks legit. Not only that, but like, look, it, it's. Atlanta is another one of those teams or cities where it's full of transplants. <coughs> Everybody came there for the, yeah, yeah. the job market. And uh, it, it, they're not the best sports city in the world, and I'm okay admitting that. Um, we're not L.A., but we're not the best sports city in the world. You need a yeah, yeah. superstar to get asses in the seats. And uh, I, I tried to convince myself that that's what that trade was all about. It appears as if it is, and it's working. So, fuck, watching this kid in the future is going to be amazing. And I'm super stoked about it. Uh, Luca is still Luca. I, I think he wins the the Rookie of the Year, um, just over Trey Young. But I, I, I bet it's going to be pretty close. It would have. Uh, it took. I, it seems like it took Young a little while to. It did to get yeah, his confidence. Like he wasn't taking those shots earlier in the season, and he seemed tentative. And it's for people who haven't played organized basketball before. It's difficult to be a three point shooter on a team that doesn't have guys who penetrate, because people just walk out to the fucking line and guard you. Well, this guy shoots him 35 fucking feet, so he doesn't care. But still, those uh, those easy shots, those open shots that, that pad your stats, he wasn't getting them at all. No, no. Uh, so, you know, looks like he's figured it out a little bit now. Yeah, but they, look, the NBA playoffs will be fun once we get out of these first couple rounds. Um, you know, uh, fuck, Oklahoma City's sitting in the eighth seed right now. I, yep. You know, I'll watch that Oklahoma City-Golden State <laughs> One two matchup that'll be fun, but uh, yeah. The, I, if I if I'm Russell Westbrook in that series, by the way, my only goal in life is to get Draymond Green to technical technically foul me as many times as possible. Because <laughs> you're probably not going to win that series, but you can fuck it up for Golden State. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, and, and by the way, we, we don't know if we come back before the fall. We'll see how things shake yep. out. Uh, but it's been a blast this year, Anthony. We'll see what happens Indeed. with my bookie and all that other shit. Uh, I, I've had fun, and I can't wait to see if these predictions come true because these are way too early to be making Major League Baseball predictions, but it's what we do here on the show. It's what we fucking yep. do. For D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone.